Life happens with Pimelo Mutine on SAFM, leading the conversation. It's 11 minutes after two and we go into our second feature, which is the incubation hub. We started this particular journey with Budmadlis um, and this was, I think it was about three, four weeks ago. And he had started a, a cooking uh, business right in the middle of lockdown. It kind of was doing well. I'm I'm not sure what you know. I mean, we asked this question: how anybody starts a new business during lockdown? But he did, and he did well. Um, however, we wanted to elevate the business, so we then invited um, an expert, uh, Uyanda Manana, who then came in with all sorts of other things that were going to help the business grow, particularly social media, how they were going to be positioned uh, as a as a brand in social media spaces and so we started the journey with them and then they were all given some homework to go and do the things that Uyanda said they must do. Tsepo Tsotsoto is here with us who's a founder of Budmadlisa Kitchens and Uyanda Manana who's managing director of digital agency Conversation Lab. Thank you so much both for joining us. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Hello. So it's it's wonderful to have you back. It's been what three weeks? Has it been three weeks or was it two weeks? Yeah. Yes, three weeks. And so when we left the last time, just to recap, Uyanda, what was the homework that you gave Tepo? So my specific homework for Tepo is um, he had some great insights into why he started the business. And in terms of branding, there was there was a beautiful story around connecting with tradition and bringing food that reminds us of home to the northern suburbs. But what was missing was a clear plan as to how is he going to take his brand and his product to the market and where and how he's going to promote it. So what I'd asked him to do is map out his who, what, how and why uh, and where um, and come back and share that with us now. Um, We've had various interactions uh, before this session, um, which I've given him some feedback on his, you know, he shared his business plan with me. I gave him some feedback, which he's working on. But today, I think the focus will be um, what he's implemented from the last conversation, what has worked, what hasn't worked, um, and if he needs uh, further advice. Um, yeah, so we'll hand back to you, Tepo. Tepo, so when when we last spoke, you were or you were going to go play around some of the things that Uyanda had said play around with. But then when we spoke to you about a week into that, you suddenly realized there was more to do than just the social media <laughs> imaging, right? And and what is it that you realized after your conversations, many conversations with Uyanda? Well, good afternoon to you, Pamela and Madam Speaker. Um, the biggest lesson coming out of my initial conversation with the lady Manana and my subsequent conversations was that you just have to you just have to keep dreaming big. That's the first thing. And one of the first things she said to me was, "We were ironing out the vision and the vision, uh, the vision and the mission." And she kept on saying, "Your your vision and your mission almost have to be too big, they almost have to be too ambitious, but you must be able to to chase that dream." And the second thing she mentioned, which I really really loved and I appreciated was that when you craft a business plan, remember it needs to come from the heart. So having been on air the first week, I then went to and I put together a business plan, which I felt was very corporate and very cold. Mm-hmm. And we did a post-mortem last week. And bam, I got a wake-up call. Um, <laughs> in, terms of, in terms of just being true to yourself. So when you write a business plan, write it from the heart. 
Um, don't get too boggled up with the corporate jargon. Don't get boggled up in in terms of where you really want to go and where you are. Keep it simple and concise. So we've cleaned up that we've cleaned that up very nicely. But the biggest biggest lesson, uh, Madam Speaker, to answer your second question, was the opportunity which you don't see in the initial stages. So you draft this business plan, and in essence, you've got you've almost got like a blindfold in front of you, mm-hmm. and you can half see, half not. And then you get someone like Uyanda Manana who comes in with a with a fresh eye, and she just makes you see the bigger picture. So all of a sudden, all of a sudden, we we were and we still are a delivery or a home delivery restaurant. But now there are things about technology, and how do you integrate technology and 4IR, and and it makes you really really wonder. So one of the things I've been I've been asking myself in the last four or five days is, God forbid there's a pandemic, uh, COVID 2.1 2.2. How do we then adapt with Maglisa to what it is now, mm-hmm. to what the demand will be? And mm-hmm. that has been the biggest eye-opener. Um, I thought I'd knock this thing out in, 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 in two days. It's it's now how many days, Lady Manana? <laughs> I think I'm 72 hours. A few. Hours. A few. <laughs> so, so has your business changed? It sounds a little bit like there's a shift. No. no. So, so in terms of what we do and what we're offering, it still hasn't changed. We sell traditional, authentic, tasty South African food that is hearty, that is fulfilling, that reminds you of your granny's kitchen or your mom's kitchen. That's still the value proposition. What has changed is the opportunity of the future. So, yes, it's great to sell Mkhodian African food because you're connecting people and you're all about culture and roots. But how do you then integrate that value, op- that value, that value proposition into where the trends are moving into? And I think that's been an eye-opener. Uh, I'm not going to divulge too much about the trends, but there's a hot concept uh, going on around the world right now called cloud kitchens. And it works perfectly well for Putmagesa. It's something which, by the way, we didn't see up until Lady Marana said, go back and think about one, two, three. Mm. And then when we really started to interrogate this thing, it was like, oh, my goodness, the opportunities are enormous. And they really are. That's the frightening thing. So... What you said you're not going to go into it. I mean, we kind of want to know what have you done then since the last time you, okay. you've been engaging? So, so, so what we've done, the first and for, first thing is I think we've, we, we've taken a step back and we've understood that in order for us to walk, we need to crawl. Um, that's the first position. And we were starting to put Maglesa off a very cold base and template. No, no format, no structure, no business plan, no nothing. It was an idea driven by intuition and me telling my wife, I want to get back at you. So now we have a business plan template, a business plan skeleton. So that for me is the biggest, is the, is, is the, is the biggest tick. The second biggest tick is over the last three and a half weeks, we've not only managed to maintain our current customers, but we've also managed to acquire new customers as well. And I think that for me is important because as much as, yes, you want to acquire, you still want to retain. Mm. And, and that also speaks to, I think, the, A, the quality of the product or B, the service which you're putting up front. And also think what's also really been interesting, and I'm not sure how many businesses do this from a survey perspective, but we actually get regular feedback. We get regular feedback from from customers after we've dropped off their food. We get regular feedback two or three days before when we just reconfirm the order. And it has just been warm and fuzzy and it's been really, really good. So I think those for me have been the key, really authentic milestones. In terms of operations and business, the biggest challenge I'm facing right now, and I, and I mentioned this to, to, to Uyanda Manana, uh, I think, last week, is that I almost feel like we're growing too big. Uh, and that, for me, is frightening. You know, I, Again, I made the statement that I really wanted to crawl before I walk. 
and the orders are coming in and we're welcoming them and we're servicing them the best of my, to the best of our ability. But I almost want to make sure that the, the template that we, that we design and send out is 100% perfect in order for us to then start scaling up. So put my list, again, started as a concept. There's an opportunity to scale up. Tick, we love it. But again, you just want to find that balance in terms of scaling up and still keeping up the brand, pro- the brand promise and the product. Oh, yeah, and that pr- procrastination, is, is it a good thing or a bad thing? So, look, it's, as, as Tapo said, it's for, for, for your plan, be it your business plan or your marketing plan or your brand architecture, you do need to spend time on it. Um, and just going back to the point that um, Tapo raised in terms of vision. Now, a vision needs to be big and audacious. Um, and when, he, when I kept saying to him, it's, it's, it's almost like it's unattainable. And the reason for that is because when you attain it, it's then what? But on your way to it, you, you sort of learn, you improve, you adjust. You learn, you improve, you adjust. But now that he's set that vision and the objective, now he needs to go back to ground zero. And ground zero is where I'm at, what do I need to prioritize? And is it about acquiring more customers? Is it about building my brand significantly so it so it sets itself apart from for instance sakumozi or the the other fast fast food brands out there and thirdly how am i going to retain my quality of food mm. now the thing about homemade home cooked food is it there isn't a template like mcdonald's where if you eat mcdonald's here in the uk and the us it all tastes the same whereas tepo's food um depending on on the certain weekend or whoever cooked it at the time or the different ingredients because it's home cooked it's you know, it could be different from one week to another. So how do you keep that consistency and quality? And I think the the beauty of um, Tepo's business is, I think people are more forgiving because it's homemade. So, you know, your mom won't make the same sort of meal or for it to taste the same every time you make it. But, um, and and that's sort of your 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 proposition, Tepo, is it's about the, the sort of food your mom used to cook. So my question for you now is, um, you've said you've, you, you've, you've grown your customers from an acquisition point of view. In terms of your communication space, have you seen some traction? Um, uh, your Facebook, I had a look um, earlier this week, and I see you, you engaging from a heritage month point of view, which makes sense because it's relevant to your brand and it's a touch point that's relevant and, and, and topical at the moment. The only um, feedback I'd give you is you need to change up your visuals because I, I didn't quite see that you were talking about a different story because it was all based on that menu template. So if you're talking heritage, take a photo of or a video of your wife or whoever's cooking in the kitchen, kitchen, just to bring it to life and, and, and also to signal that it's a different message to what you, you were talking about last week. Because at the moment, if you look at your page, it's all pretty much uniform um, in terms of the, the, the visual triggers. Um, so that's my first uh, point of feedback. And your WhatsApp interaction has been brilliant because I had the pleasure of ordering Temple's food the other weekend <laughs> when my mom came to visit and I was telling her about what I was uh, the work I was doing with Tepo and the Mkhodu story and she was like oh my goodness I haven't eaten Mkhodu for so long we have to order we have to order and and we did and Tepo very kindly squeezed me into a very busy evening that he had delivering um and and it was beautiful and the thing about WhatsApp is it is an intimate 
uh, form of communication. You know, you generally either WhatsApp your friends or WhatsApp your colleagues. So it's a, it's a, it's a beautiful way to interact with your customers because, again, it brings that, that personal um, delivery that you've got uh, going at the moment. So I'd say keep that going, but then also work out how you're going to amplify your messaging on that platform. And, and that stems from now that you've got your plan, where you're at, what are you going to start doing? Those small incremental steps towards that goal, small in incremental steps towards your vision and who you're going to take with you. You need to take your audiences, your users and your customers along the journey because they are then going to be your biggest cheerleaders when you then attain or almost attain that big audacious uh, vision of yours. So we've spoken about um, Facebook. We've spoken about WhatsApp. What's happening on the other platforms? What's happening on Instagram? So Instagram is, is quiet, hasn't hasn't launched yet. It just doesn't make sense from a food point of view not to have Instagram. So we are working on that. Uh, but to Lady Manana's point, we just want to get, we just want to make sure that these small milestones are done and activated correctly. And then also, what's outstanding is the website from a commerce perspective, uh, giving you an option to uh, click through, order, deliver, and pay. That's also being finalised. So those are two main things. Um, I agree with you, Facebook. We definitely need to have a more streamlined approach, uh, almost uh, maybe for lack of a better term, more relevant, if I may say so, on a daily on a daily basis. I've started um, putting together a social media content plan. I think you and I spoke about that off air. Yeah. Um, so that's working well. Um, I agree with you, WhatsApp. For some strange reason, I actually feel more comfortable on WhatsApp <laughs> than I do feel on, on, on Facebook. And you're right, maybe because it's a personal thing. Um, yeah. And I'll give you a very basic example. On a Monday morning, I would wake up and would send a thank you message to our customers uh, for the weekend. I do that on WhatsApp, but I'm not doing that on Facebook, which doesn't make sense. So to your point, it's just making sure that there's a consistency and they run parallel uh, uh, or, or the communication messages run run off parallel from each other. Agree with that. And don't get me wrong, Tepo. It's not, it's not about matching luggage, right? It's just about if you if – you, so I'm not saying – take exa the, that exact message from Facebook and match it onto uh, WhatsApp. Because just going back to what we chatted about the, um, when we first met, it's you need to use the platform to its strength. So WhatsApp is a more intimate space. So use whatever comms or messaging you're using on Facebook, you need to then adapt it for that platform. So I'm not saying matching luggage. It's never that. But you can use the content. That, so you don't have to then spend loads of money trying to you know, photograph things and all of that. Use it and uh, adapt it. So, you know, depending on the space and you use those platforms to their strengths. So this cool. is... I've got a... Go ahead, Tepo. Oh, sorry, Madam Speaker. I've got a bit of good news. We have been experimenting with videos behind the scenes. Ah. We haven't uploaded yeah. anything. Uh, you know, it's always take one, take two, making sure makeup is right. Uh, but I think in the next week or so, I'll have videos. Is that but for you? you? <laughs> <laughs> no comment. <laughs> ah, no comment. I didn't know that you had it in you. Have no, you want to look pretty? The video is actually more difficult than it looks. So yes. when you first mentioned it, I thought this sounds easy. And guess what? We've been practicing in the garden. It is not easy. So, but it's definitely <laughs> behind the scenes. I mean, but again, you know what? What? What users are are now moving towards? If you look at um sort of niche influencers. Now, it's not mm -hmm. about the filter anymore. It's not about, you know, taking this perfect selfie. People are more wanting that authentic, you know, caught in the moment, behind the scenes, 
vibe. You know, it, it, it need actually the more imperfect it is, the better because it, it's it's real, right? It's your wife, it's her sister cooking in in the kitchen, loving it and whatever. Don't worry about the filters and the perfection and the photo photoshopping. Um, I think the, the realness of what you have is what's going to to speak to people's hearts, and that that you need to retain. Okay, keep and, the rawness. And, and, and no. In fact, this is where I was going to go because I'm just worried, um, just judging from your response around Instagram, saying we need to get it right, we need to get it right. I can tell you now what grabs a lot of people is authenticity rather than this very glossy looking unreal attempt at looking perfect. And so oh, you giving me a video of you being up all night preparing food with no filter, mm-hmm. with no makeup, is is more something that I would appreciate than this 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 best put together video of an unrealistic um, working environment that actually is not really how you you are conducting your business. Take me on the journey, and I sometimes yeah. think the authentic mm-hmm. journey of the missed deadlines, of the hectic nights, of the fact that you're not meeting our deadlines to come to to our radio show is actually what's going to endear us to you and the business. Yeah, yeah. no, true. Very Point true. taken, yeah. Yeah, and also, um, yeah, you, you do have this strive for perfection, um, you know, which is <laughs> we're taking forever to get to that final business plan. But anyway, um, the other thing uh, I wanted to um, just point out to you is uh, growing, using simple things to grow your community. So, for instance, um, when we first uh, had the show, our, our sort of launch show, I uh, went onto your pages and you hadn't retweeted or reshared what Pimelo and her team were sharing about the show. That, I mean, that gives so much gravitas. So you retweet and you tag, you either tag me, yep. you tag Pimelo and you tag SAFM, mm. I will then obviously share it. Mm. Pimela will see it, will share it. Mm. Her, her network will see it. SAFM's audience will see it. And, you know, it's like this simple ripple effect. And all you need to do is tag. Mm. You tag me, you tag Pimela, you, you tag SAFM. Because it's in the moment. Mm. You you know, mm. you, the brand was on the show. Tag it, share it, and you're, uh, you know, I'll share it because we've, we've had mm. uh, this interaction. Yes. And then my network. And, and that sort of thing. And it's a simple thing. Mm. You're right. It sounds like such a no-brainer. It's something which I should have considered. You're right. Absolutely. Mm. Mm. So wh- why don't we take a break? Um, take a sip of water. Oh. Have... <laughs> uh, our superstar. <laughs> take a sip of water. We'll be back with more because I think I think we're on to something. But I get the feeling you you are procrastinating and, and you want to wait until the moment is perfect. There is no such thing as a perfect moment. It doesn't exist. Agreed. There, there isn't. Um, but, but what it is, it's, I, I think it goes back to the conversation I had with Lady Mariana last week. She, she unpacked it for me in a way which I've never seen it before. And, and a simple message was, just, just be audacious in your thinking. And I think it was that message that made us go away and started relooking how put my guess I can still exist 10 years from now when people are talking about technology and that's what we're trying to understand better. Okay. We're incubating Butmadlisa's kitchen and my guest is Manana Uyanda Manana who's a managing director of Digital Agency Conversation Lab and we are unpacking how we're going to improve Butmadlisa particularly from a marketing point of view, from a positioning point of view and we'll take your calls and we'll take your voice notes after the headlines with Utsi Lesaku at 2.30. Pimelo Mutine on SAFM.
Okay. I'm going to welcome your calls. I'm going to welcome your voice notes so that you can ask questions of my guest, Uyanda Manana, who is our expert this afternoon. And uh, it's our it's our incubation hub. And we're incubating uh, Butmat Lisa's kitchen. Tepo Zototo is the founder of Butmat Lisa. And so you can start dialing in now, 891 You can send voice notes as well. So you may have a similar business or you may be curious about one or two things. Maybe it's not exactly the same, but you are running a small... Uh, upstart of a business. She's here, I hope, to take your questions and I suppose incubate you over the radio 891 or 614 So we have gotten to a point where at Tsepo you were revisiting your vision and your mission and now mm. you've gone back and adjusted that somewhat. What, what are we mm-hmm. expecting out of that homework? Now how is it going to play out in our experience of the business? Cool. So initially, our our vision or our mission statement was uh, the best or nothing, which after careful consideration and post-mortem analysis, <clears throat> we we decided it was it was too cold. And I and I agree with that. And we went back to basics as to why is it that we do what we do, who we're doing it for, what impact we're trying to create and how we want to do that. And we're currently sitting with a positioning statement that says, put my Lisa's kitchen, taste home and feel loved again. Oh, I like that. With, I like that. It's yeah. It's quite nice. It's warm. Yeah. It's very warm. Thank you, Lady Manana. You see, I do listen. <laughs> it's very warm. So like we're currently that. sitting on um, put my Lisa's kitchen, taste home and feel loved again. Mm-hmm. And the insight really from there stems from, stems from the fact that we, we were born during a pandemic when the world was upside down where people are disconnected, when people were uncertain and afraid about the current and the future. And what it meant is that from a cuisine and dining perspective, you could no longer have your traditional Sunday lunch with family or your traditional dinners with friends. And people felt disconnected. And what we wanted to do, through, but what we, what we still want to do through Pogmagesa, is to then give you food that reminds you of home, that reminds you of connectivity of your roots, your culture, and those special moments. Mm. And so... We've gone back from this corporate thing of being the best or nothing, which from a from a from a delivery point of view actually makes sense because it's very mechanical, right? But it has no soul. And we're simply saying, yes, but my guess I can be an operational mechanic beast, but it needs to be a soul. So that's where we're standing. That's the first thing. Okay, so Do you want to take it t- taste home and feel love again. Loved again. Yeah, so, yeah, so right now it's it's uh, we're sitting at taste home and feel loved again. So I just hearing that, right, makes me feel like uh, my mother's blanket ramping me. So I want to, yeah. you know, just it's amazing. So um, we we then obviously need to see this translated in your images, in how mm-hmm. the food tastes, mm-hmm. in how you present mm-hmm. the entire package to us. Even the Absolutely. language, the language of how you how you tweet, how you, you know, what what you say on Facebook, how you all of that stuff. Yeah, you're absolutely right, uh, Pamela. Like, so it goes back to um, being authentic, uh, Tepo, and I'm glad now that you've got a uh, almost like a launch base in in your in your end line, if you like, or your mission statement. Mm. Um, and and everything you do, whether it's your comms or how you deliver, how you package the food, needs to speak to this. Yeah. The 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 you know the feeling loved again yeah. needs to be a lived experience um 
and at the moment for just some feedback when i again when i look at your pages it's it's you know i think you've got like some luxury car there and uh very stylized food and it, it that warmth and feeling loved again i don't feel off those pages mm. so that's something you need to have a look at and and you don't need to spend a lot of money you really don't yeah. you don't need to like go, go on to this massive photo shoots it's just little snippets um, uh, uh, along the, the brand journey or the food making journey or you and your wife and your kids enjoying a meal together, whatever it is, it's about that feeling loved again. And that needs to translate in everything that you do because that is now your war cry. So um, and, and that's the way your, your customers are going to recognize you. So in every time, okay. in every conversation I've had with you, Tsepo, um, off mm. air, even in fact on air, and I'm sure Yanda would, would, would just testify to this, I have heard you reference your wife more than once. Mm. <laughs> yes. And, and it's, it's endearing. It's wonderful, which tells yeah. me that the business itself is, is, is full circle for you. It's, it's coming back to source. You are living your, your best life right now. You're doing exactly what you should be doing. So this comes to what Oyanda is saying about spending money. Bring those warm moments to us because I think behind the scenes there are a lot of those. You're just so preoccupied with bringing us perfect moments that we're missing the warmth that actually exists in the home. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Lady Manana, here's a question. In sure. terms of our in terms of, of our new vision, um, which thanks to you is, is, is brilliantly inspired, does there have to be a disconnect between our vision and the actual product truth? Or can they can they do they need to live side by side or can they be separate? Uh, unpack that for me a bit more. How do you mean? What is your vision? Just so, give us what the vision is. Um, taste home, feel loved again. Okay, okay, so that everybody can follow. So you are asking yeah. if taste home, feel loved again should be uh -huh. different to so, go ahead so yeah so i'm basically asking so i'm agreeing with the vision taste home feel loved again uh -huh. how do i then bring that into product truth uh, so in terms of how i prepare the food and i and i link that to my communication strategy am i making more sense yes yes, but, yes. Oh, you already are you already are that's the one thing that speaks to this is how you prepare your food the sort of food you make i mean that's that so okay. but what, what, I, what I think you're saying, you're asking, Tepo, is whether at the point when you start having a production happening, are you going to reflect that? Or are you going to still pretend like it's just you and your wife in the kitchen? Is that, is that the question? Um, no. Look, because you don't have that problem right now. Can we... Can we no, I do. No, you, no yeah, actually, you're right. I don't have the problem right now, and I think it's a, it's, a, it's a problem that's got to do with growth and scaling up. Yes. So, so when you then when you then, when you then churning out those large numbers and you're meeting those those, those those high quantities, how do you then maintain that authenticity and still giving uh, Pumela the, the the same experience she received three years ago, even though it's three years later? If that makes more sense. So basically, he mm. wants to know if by the time he moves into an industrial kitchen and becomes a vors machine, does he show us that he is now a vors machine, not the home kitchen that he started in? So the, the, the environment is one thing, you know, whether, whether it's your home kitchen or, or now an industrial kitchen, um, that shouldn't be, that shouldn't be the, the hindrance. Um, your ingredients need to speak to that. So is, uh, is it organic ingredients or ingredients that are, 
that are um, uh, produced by um, subsistence farmers? You know, is, is it about plowing back to the community? That's about feeling loved again. So even if you scale up, there are certain things that you can keep within your, your production. So it's ingredients or, you know, it's that special spice that nobody else uh, has, you know, that, that only your wife knows. Um, but, you know, <laughs> whatever the story is. So they, they, they can still be, um, you know, that, that home felt story within, within uh, your production line. So, so, so it needs to be this sausage making factory. You can look for moments that speak to this feeling loved again so, and so, tasting home. Temple, for me, right, Hi. your your vision should also be something that inspires you, right? Mm. So, so mm. how about having the industrial kitchen size with 10, 15 people feeling loved themselves so that you don't yes. have to lie mm. about that? So continue with making your team feel like a family, feeling loved. Then you won't, mm. you won't have to feel like you're lying to them. Yes, that's so true. I agree. That I should agree. inspire you too to maintain that sense of love, that sense of family, that sense of home with your staff. Makes sense. Makes yeah. sense. Agreed. And 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 it goes back to something we chatted about that yeah, um, um, <laughs> the business you're in isn't about um, uh, making food. I mean, that's what you do, but you're not in the business of making food. You're in the business of making people feel loved yep. through the food that you produce. So that, you know, just like discovery is in the business of keeping people healthy. Mm-hmm. It's not in the business of, of medical aid. That's why they have vitality and all of that because they're in the business of health, of vitality and all. Of, it's not medical aid. That's that's what they do, but it's it, that's not what the business they're in. So if you're in the business of feeling love, that's, that has so many facets to it that can be brought to life. Because it's it's it, there isn't a beginning and an end to it, you know. That's what I meant about this vision that you keep striving for, and you learn and you take steps and you keep striving for. It's not it's not attained and then that's it. Mm-hmm. You know, love is a is a is a moving um, goal. All right, cool. Another question, if I may. Last one. Okay, cool. We had a conversation this morning with a potential partner. Mm-hmm. Um, SMME South African, but they're playing in the technology space and they do deliveries. So where where this opportunity comes is obviously us meeting customer orders and, and churning out deliveries on time. From, from your expertise, Lady Manana, and I'm very pedantic and I'm very protective about my customers. How do I ensure that the data of my customers, which will now be in the hands of a third party, uh, outside of the Poppy Act, is 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 maintained and looked after, and how do I still maintain the brand experience my customer is going to get, even though they're not getting the food from me personally? At some point, obviously, I know I need to step back, right? Uh, but now I'm looking at a potentially looking at a delivery partner coming on board. Yes, there'll be briefing, te- there will be briefing, briefing sessions, templates, etc. But how do I retain that that intimate relationship, that connectivity we spoke about between Putmagesa? and our customers, given the fact that by nature, uh, app delivery businesses come right in the middle and disrupt the two. Yeah. So the, the first question is, what what role is the is your partner playing? What specific um, role are you playing in, in, in the whole scheme of things? So it's it, they're not a partner yet. We, we're exploring we're exploring conversation right now. So they're, a techno, they're in the technology space mm-hmm. and they connect customers to restaurants. So Lady Manana will be sitting in her home. She'll go on the app. 
I want to order one, two, three from Putmagisa's kitchen. We then obviously prepare the food. They would collect the food from my kitchen and deliver it to you. Mm-hmm. At this point in time, I'm running all of that, and I can I can almost manage your expectations and I can control the environment. With this potential partner coming on board, which is going to help me to scale up, tick, I love it, but I'm almost feeling like I'm going to be out of control in terms of my custom experience. Is there, is there a recipe to managing that? Yeah, I mean, the, 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 the customer interaction still needs to be um, your, your remit. That's your baby. Um, the, from what I understand you saying is the partners coming in, so they're almost the delivery mechanism. And, and, and that's how really um, you need to see them. So they sort of the, the nuts and bolts of getting your food to, to your clients. Now, obviously, you know, if, if, if they are then late or they get lost and the food is, is cold, that again comes back to you to manage. It, it, it always, when it comes to your client, regardless of the mechanism of, of getting your product to them, you are then ultimately responsible for their satisfaction. So if if one person is whatever, so, for whatever reason hasn't made the experience successful, you need to find ways to mitigate that. So it's because it's, it's your and it's your clients. It, it's an uncomfortable one, um, Tabo, because we distribution is still you, right? So unfortunately we've got a really horrible example of how that can go wrong uh, just look at the clicks just look at the clicks thing right it it was they they are just a distributor they were just yeah. in the food chain they didn't create the ad they were not the, the product they, none of them but it, it it fell on their lap it's a big big lesson yeah. for you to take with you are you willing to take that risk right now and hand over a piece of your business and the responsibility thereof to somebody else? Or could you start another piece for yourself as, as your food chain? Could you, could you perhaps outsource it directly to, you know, I don't know, but it's a big question that you need to answer. Um, are you willing to take the risk at this point in your business? Truthfully speaking, hand on heart, right now, no. Um, <laughs> but but, no, but 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 that's not to say you you cannot create that portion of your business independently and still manage it. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's not to say you cannot start that division and and have them account to you, but are in themselves a separate business. Do you understand what I'm saying? Okay, now I get you. I get you. I yeah. Get you. Makes sense. Makes sense. All right. Makes sense. I'm happy with that. I mean, Oyanda, you, you're the expert. <laughs> let's, let's give you the final word. Oh, throw that hot potato, Pumela. Thank you. <laughs> so where, where do we go from now? Pardon me? Where do we, where do we go from now? So um, my advice to Tepo is, You've got your framework now. Um, yes, I know you need to finalize it and, and all of that. But um, you, you've almost leapfrogged um, mm. too far. Now it needs to go back to basics. Where you're mm. at now, what, what, what needs to be tightened, um, what, what is that golden thread to where you are now? How are you going to, 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 to grow your audiences? in your social media spaces, what, what is that visual um, representation of feeling loved again? What is, um, what is the, the, the tone of voice 
around taste home and feeling loved again. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and, and, and how are you going to use what you have now to drive you to that ultimate vision? Because I think um, just based on where we were at last week, uh, three weeks ago, um, and just looking at your, your pages, I think your focus has been the, the, and it's been right, what's the plan, who's my target audience, where do I want to go? Now you need to go back to, okay, I'm here now, what am I doing? Um, because that cannot be ignored for too long. Yeah. Um, you know, because you now have the tools, you now have the understanding of how to, to take advantage of social media to get your brand out there. Um, because, you know, you can have all those brilliant, beautiful dreams, <laughs> but you need to work out how you're going to get there. Can, can I just... From, from can I just throw a span in the works here and just, you know, give us a bit of context. We're a country that's coming out of a massive pandemic. We're not coming out. It's still happening. But we economically, people are bleeding. There are just people who are desperate for opportunities, right? I also want you maybe to imagine yourself as somebody that, that starts bringing opportunities to the fore for other people. You are a young business. You're an interesting business. And I, and I fear that, especially with the kind of personality that you have, you're going to obsess about getting the right picture. You're going to obsess, obsess about delivering the right type of, you know, the kind of package for the people. There are also people who are passionate about those things, who are looking for opportunities, who are possibly also just as, you know, interesting and who could work and collaborate with you in an interesting manner. So you don't have to sign out a big corporation like you were just talking about now um, that is going to be your delivery partner. Maybe there's a young person out there who's passionate about this kind of thing who will start this business as, a, as almost like a collaborator of yours in your corner. Mm but is willing to take the chance. You know, they've got a car they've got to need to pay for. They don't have a job anymore. They're going to treat this like their baby. They will take the, the direction from you. They're small enough to listen to you and walk the journey with you. You have an intern maybe that is interested in social media that is going to grow with you, that is going to take this opportunity to profile the work that they can do, right? So they themselves are not going to be looking for big money because they're looking for an opportunity to prove themselves as well. And yeah. once given the brief, they may give you the most amazing pictures and write the most amazing tweets and write and post for you. Just think of yourself also as somebody who can provide opportunities for others. Absolutely. Yeah. No, no, you're absolutely right. Um, the, the, the delivery partner, prospective partners talking about the South African company, very small guys, they call themselves We Deliver. Um, based in Pretoria, Artridgeville, looking to expand in the north. So we're on the same page, it's exactly that. These are like-minded individuals, also energetic, also hungry. Um, we're not going to charge each other astronomical figures because we're still trying to build these relationships. So that's exactly it. It's also just leveraging into those networks as well, fully conquered. Yeah, maybe find an intern for social media. I, I don't want you to be Network. sitting, tweeting and taking pictures instead of being in the kitchen. Yeah, not true. 100%, 100%. And, and when's, no, when's our next date? Because we go, listen, we've just said all of the stuff. We're not going to let you go. You've got to prove that you've done it. <laughs> today, 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 today's Monday. How's next week, Monday, same time, same place? <laughs> and then he's going to drop us. Take us that video when you're about to call us and drop us next week. It's part of, it's part of the journey. 
I'm going to do a pre, during, and post. How's that for marketing speed? <laughs> well, <laughs> it's, it's lovely talking to you because your enthusiasm is amazing. You know, it's an interesting yeah. journey and, and we look forward to growing with you. Guys, thank you for the opportunity. But most importantly, I think it's the wisdom and, and the warmth which both Lady Manana, yourself, Pumela, and your producers, your team behind the scenes have demonstrated. So I'm, I'm absorbing everything. I'm like a sponge right now. I know I'm taking a bit long. Uh, but the proof is in the pudding, um, and, and I'm just grateful for this opportunity. So thank you. I will keep bugging you, Lady Manana, asking you blonde questions, but it is who I am. Fantastic. You're welcome. <laughs> well, thanks, guys. Uh, we'll catch up again in a week's time, if not maybe two weeks' time, depending on whether we all read we? or not. Thank you. Okay. Tsepo says a week, a week it is. Tsepo Tsotsoto, who is Putmadlisa's founder and Oyanda Manana, Managing Director of Digital Agency Conversation Lab. We'll catch up with them next week. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Camilo.